0: The following podcast contains spoilers and rumors. we
1: watched a thing we watched a thing
0: hello everybody and welcome back to we watched a thing you've got billy in your ears you've
1: got dave in your ears uh, let's get into it how you doing mate I'm fantastic. I'm so looking forward to this. Me too. I've got no idea where the fuck this episode go. is going to go. This
0: is going to be fun. This is a new thing that we've concepted. It's going to be a new kind of recurring series on We Watched a Thing called Required Viewing. Uh, now, what is our topic this week, Dave?
1: This week it's all about the stuff that one of us has seen that the other one hasn't but should have. That's right. And... More importantly, that you, the listeners, haven't seen Bitch. <laughs> That's right. When we- this is where you learn about everything you've missed along the way.
0: When Topher and I came up with the name We Watched a Thing, I always thought it was fun because it was just a thing. Didn't always have to be a movie. I thought, oh, yeah, we can get into TV. We can get into concerts. We can get into plays. We can go highbrow on this bitch. Uh, and here we are, 260 episodes in, doing our first look at TV. <laughs>
1: And I'm pleased to be here for it. <laughs> uh,
0: and I, I think I don't know about you. The only criteria I had for hidden gem was really, do I think Dave has seen this? And that, oh, I got to be honest, that was hard because I know that you have seen a yeah. lot.
1: <laughs> I'm a loser who doesn't get that much. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, really tough. Yeah, that was that, that was my prime thing it was knowing what I know of you, having yeah. known you for many years now. Um, was I fairly confident that this was that these were things that you hadn't seen? Yeah. And then secondary to that, that, there's a I enjoy bringing things yeah to greater light that I feel should have been seen but were unfairly yeah for whatever reason overlooked. Door for some reason just haven't received the love that I think they yeah, should. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. because I feel as an arrogant person that my <laughs> opinions are the most important <laughs> in the world, um, if I think something's good, then fuck me, everyone else should as well. Yeah. Now, before we get into the list,
0: I should mention the fun part of this is that we're going to revisit this in about a month's time and we're going to watch yes. at least the pilot of every show that the other person recommends.
1: I'm, I, I think- and and I'm going to steal from our friends at the countdown here. I think that it needs to be at least three episodes. Three
0: episodes. Okay, so you reckon we to watch- be able
1: to draw a, 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 a valid conclusion as okay, yep. to whether or not you like something. Yeah, I think that's some. Fair. Sometimes things take a little bit of time to kind of get going, and I think three episodes is 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 kind of a fair yards. I
0: reckon that's fair. Episodes. So we'll come back in about a month, maybe two of its three episodes for five shows,
1: and we'll we'll do a little mini review of each of each series. And I can quite confidently say that the the, the shows I'm bringing to the table are so fucking good. You're going (laughs) to want to watch the entire thing, not just three episodes. It's going to take you a while because they're (laughs) fucking fantastic.
0: So I, being cautious, knowing that you've watched everything, I have a list of 10 shows, so I have a buffer of five. (laughs) I reckon we should bring another element to the table. If we each get through our list... And we don't have five that the other person hasn't seen. You lose. I don't know what the
1: I don't know what the loser lose has to do yet, but
0: you lose.
1: <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yep. I've, I've I've got three buffer ones. I've got my initial, uh, my my main five, and I've got yep. a three three sort of you know in case you've seen one. I've got I've got some in the in the bank.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's go in reverse order then. Let's go from our top so that if you haven't seen one, we're not kind of hitting out our kind of bottom five. So all right.
1: Well, uh, flipping it. All right. My number one. My number one is a show. And I, I, I've done the legwork, so I can tell you where you can find all these things so that you can go and check them out. I, I haven't left you any legwork to do. <laughs> My number one is a New Zealand show. Okay, so I know our friend Sam Hurley has seen it. Yeah, I'm fairly sure
0: no one else has seen this fucking show. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a series from New Zealand, mm. and I it don't is think I have. The Almighty Johnsons. I've not seen this show, so you you are so far it are in the lead. Is fucking <laughs> great.
1: It's a new, uh, as I said, it's a New Zealand show. It's about uh, four brothers. Who, well, well you, you primarily, you're, you're seeing through the eyes of one brother, Axel Johnson. Yeah. He and his three brothers are the reincarnation of the Norse gods. And right. you follow Axel as he comes to terms with the fact that he is, in fact, Odin. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can. Hear, I can hear, already feel you going... Fucking what?
0: No, this this <laughs> sounds good. I'm I'm in for it, this.
1: It, it's so funny. Yeah. So is it is it purely a comedy show? It's no. There there are elements to drama as well. It's right up your alley. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It, cool. It, it's 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 primarily a comedy, but there is an undercurrent that is slightly more serious drama in that. Uh you're following Axel as he strives to uncover his powers as Odin and he needs to find Frigga, his counterpart yep so that they can all ascend to their godly you know yeah
0: nice i'm in i'm I'm in for this this has, how many seasons
1: are but there? the reason it's wonderful and Sam's probably gonna find this offensive. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's, it's it's a bit fucking racist. The reason it's funny is because it's so New Zealand.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. As Australians, and- we can say that because we, you know, we're very close. I think New Zealand comedy is very similar to Australian
1: comedy. Like it's uh, Sam's turned me on to so many wonderful things. There's a there's a fantastic horror film called uh, it's called like Housebound or something like that. Yep. Um, uh, Paul Paul, and our other friends weren't as big a fan. I thought it was fucking magnificent um, because it, there's a New Zealand humour much as Australian humour and Irish humour and UK humour yeah. that all of us have a certain A, we're all slightly sort of um, uh, we've all got a sense of humour that, that, that people in the US don't necessarily get. Yeah. And Within that subgenre, we each have our own sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. And I thought there's like Australian humour is a certain bent on that self awareness yep. thing that we all share. Same with UK, same with the Irish, same with Scottish, same with New Zealand, and same with uh, Canada. Shouldn't leave them out. I, I've just I'm a big fan of Letter Kenny. <laughs> um, we 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 all have that same self awareness, but. Everyone's humour is slightly different, and I'm I, I have a real fondness for New Zealand humour. Yeah, um, it, it, there's not enough of it in the world, and this show is replete with. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna. Ch- I, it well, is. I have to wonderful. check it out. It's it's the 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 four brothers in it, and there, there are no real name actors, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you've got Dino Gorman, who w- was Philly in the Hobbit movies, yeah, so yep, he's yep, probably yep, yep. a face that people recognise. Uh, Keisha Knight-Hughes from Whale Rider, she's in it for about 50% of the, 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 the... There's about three seasons of it, I think. She's in it for about half of it. Yep. Other than that, not a lot of faces you'd recognise, but everyone in it is great. Yeah. It is hilariously funny, and it's so original. Yeah, just the idea of the Norse gods all being reincarnated and fucking appearing in New Zealand. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there is no show like this on the planet. There never will be. It thoroughly deserves to be watched. Not enough people have seen it. Yep. Sam will back me up. <laughs>
0: Everyone
1: should fucking watch the Almighty Johnsons. Well, over to you, Billy. I'm I'm keen, and this is what we're here for. It shows that not enough and, people. Oh, have I seen. should say. Like with almost everything I'm giving you, it's on fucking Amazon Prime. <laughs> Ridley accessible. Anyone can watch it.
0: Well, here we go with Maya number one. And this is, this is a worry because it's an HBO show, which might have you going, fucking, come on. That's got to be, you know, that's a big studio. That's a big network. People have heard of it. Yet, when I looked at the Wikipedia for this show this morning- It's one of those things where the Wikipedia tables, the episodes have, like, the number of viewers listed. They do it by millions for some reason, even with shows like this, where the most viewed episodes are, like, 0.0018. It's like, just say thousands of viewers. I'm not sure if you've heard of this. I'll be curious to see. It's called How To With John Wilson. Have you heard of this show or
1: seen it? I have never okay. heard of this show.
0: Well, let me preface this by saying, you know what a massive Nathan Fielder fan I am. This show is produced by Nathan Fielder, and yet it's almost the antithesis to a Nathan Fielder production. John Wilson is a doc... Is that the guy that I hate? It is, is the guy. Based on it, the one show you fucking recommend? the guy that you hate. <laughs> oh, color. man, I'm already doing this. John Wilson <laughs> is not... Like- so John Wilson is a documentarian, and the show is a comedy... But it's just genius. So, every episode is labelled under this banner of how to do something. And he lives in New York and he just wanders around and films things in New York. And they're things like how to put up scaffolding, how to improve your memory, how to make friends, things like that. But the episode, much like a Nathan for you episode, they do kind of go spiral out of control a bit, but not- Not in the same way. I'm willing to bet that you will think you will enjoy this show a lot. You know, like how to how to improve your memory starts with that basic idea and ends up with him in Ohio at a conference on the Mandela effect. (laughs) And (laughs) it's just it's a really funny and almost sad and kind of poignant series, which as you know is kind of my bread and butter, that kind of dramedy bent. Yeah, Um, yeah. But you never actually see him. He is behind the camera the entire time, just narrating. Oh, okay. So it's not. It's not. Like it's not like the other that. thing exactly. with, with
1: the obnoxious prat. Exactly. Embarrassing people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's none All of right, that. There's, okay. there's none I'll give of it that. It it's very, very documentary bent. It's literally just filming and voiceover, and yet it it is really. I, I think it's really human. It really captures that kind of human emotion and feeling. I'm, I'm willing to bet you'll like it. You'll be so much more
1: real with your recommendations. I, I am
0: curious to see if you'll like this or not. But so for me, that's my okay. number one, How To with John Wilson. And it's an HBO right. show, so it's on HBO Max.
1: <laughs> All right. No, I've, I've been very kind with a couple of mine. I've got two that are miniseries. I also so have a miniseries. Easy to consume. Yep. My number two is a mini-series called The Lost Room. I've never even heard of this. (laughs) Excellent. I'm pleased. That means I don't have to plug in a replacement. Um, The Lost Room uh, is from 2006.
0: Hey, dear listeners. It's with great sadness that at this point I have to let you know that possibly due to each having five beers and several martinis, uh, there was a fuck-up with recording at this point. So, what we have for the rest of this episode is the backup record, which is nowhere near as good quality as what I usually like to put in your ear holes. But I thought that it was still better than re-recording and losing the magic of Dave and I sharing our pics with each other. So, I hope that's okay with you, and I promise it won't happen again. Thanks.
1: It was a miniseries that starred Peter Krause, who at yes. the time, was quite the name because he was the sexier, sexier brother in um, Six Feet Under, yep, as opposed yep. to Dexter, who was the kind of nerdy, un, unsexy brother.
0: Yes, of course.
1: Um, then, of course, Buckley Hall went on to be Dexter and Peter Krauss went on to be nothing. <laughs> um, but Peter Krauss did go on to be in The Lost Room, so he gets, he gets kudos for that. It is, I would say, my... Favourite miniseries of all time. Wow. That's high praise. Um, My favorite I've never TV heard TV of anyone who's seen it other than our friend Wayne Aruzu, who didn't mention it in one episode on the Countdown. Right. Um, I think they were talking about um, favourite TV miniseries or something and and he brought it up and no one That's had fucking true. heard of it apart from me. Um, it is some of the best sci-fi writing. I, Knowing your love of the X-Files, I think you will Fucking love this.
0: Okay.
1: Um, if, I was, if I wasn't such a massive Almighty Johnson's fan, this would have been my number one because I think it is, you know, of, of all the things I'm recommending, I think it is the most up your alley. Yep. It's very X-Files. It's about a regular guy played by um, uh, Peter Krause whose daughter played by Elle Fanning before anyone oh, knew who shit. the fuck Elle Fanning was. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he comes across... This room, this hotel room, which is sort of... I've got to be careful that I'm not sort of spoiling stuff. It's kind of out of time. Yeah. And he loses his daughter. Yeah. And needs to find her. And in order to do that, he has to become acquainted with this room and all of the artefacts in this room. Yeah. Which are have various properties. I'm um, stumped on this hundred percent.
0: You've it, got me already.
1: <laughs> you also, you also have Juliana Margolis. Um, oh shit, she's good. Kevin Pollock. Shit. Um, this is Bremner from Train Spotting's in there. Margaret Cho. Um, that's probably about it. If this I'm is quite the the cast. cast. It cool. is. I cannot recommend the Lost Room highly enough. I, I'm on board. I'm really and can I say also, just just in passing, I'm fucking Amazon Prime if you want to
0: fucking sponsor us. <laughs> that, that, that has me excited, I've got to say. It's so good. And miniseries. There's like fucking six episodes at most. most. I mean, some people might know that my favourite series. I know that Sean Carney um, from Scaredy Boys, who's going to join me for Best of the Year, he knows this because it's also his favourite series. Merlin. Did you ever see Merlin with Sam Neill? Yeah, of course. Oh, mate, fucking slap. No, it was I, great. Yeah, Sean and I have been talking. I've been years. trying to find that for my daughter, and it's fucking oh, hard to find. I'll send it to you. Sean and I have been saying for years that we should try and get to it because we both have this mutual love for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, in a Bottom Carter. Yes. It's fucking great. Yes. I'm so glad. It's blessed. one of the he's...
1: best things that Martin Short's ever done in his entire goddamn career. Yeah. He Apart from murder, only murders in the building.
0: Oh, I'm so glad that you share the same love for this. We'll, uh, we'll have to go. No, get no, it's,
1: it's seriously good. Yeah, seriously it, good.
0: It honestly is. I think it's the best adaptation of the King Arthur Merlin story, for sure. I <laughs> love Excalibur. All right. Well, my number two, um, I don't think you would have seen this. Uh, are you a big anime watcher, Dave?
1: <laughs> really not.
0: Okay. Really I, know, not. I know that your daughter <laughs> is. Um <laughs> I've tried to steer clear of like your big animes. My favourite anime of all time is Death Note, but that I think is a little bit too
1: big. I've only seen the live action of that. With um, oh, that's terrible, William Dafoe. Oh, don't judge. See, on I that. thought it was bad, oh, but I've, you know, I have no backstory at <laughs> all. Groundwork. to, to well, make that up. Well,
0: you should check that out. But I'm going with a little series called The Devil Is a Part Timer. Have you heard of this?
1: No. Okay. Never heard of it.
0: This is a very fun series. It kind of... It's what they call... is based on what they call a light manga, which means it's not, like, super serious, but it's not strictly a comedy. It follows the devil who falls to earth, is unable to get home, and begins working at a McDonald's to get by. (laughs) (laughs) And it is fucking great. There is this hero from kind of heaven who comes down to try and capture him, and... It, like, it is just, it's so much fun. It's its like all anime. It has this real kind of penchant for the dramatics when it wants to, and it goes really over the top. But it's also just very funny and very kind
1: of charming. Oh, and- it's a, the, 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 kind of shades of Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. yeah in, in just Devil Comes to Earth and yes. what yeah. happens. So this series,
0: I can't remember when it at but it was quite a while ago. It only had one season, and it's just been renewed for another one. I think Netflix. So it's,
1: it, this is a new thing, is it?
0: Well, Netflix have just started producing a new season, but the original series I think was probably a good five, six years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's just absolutely hilarious, and it's just really charming. What's the and sort renewed. of rating?
1: I mean, as you mentioned, my both my daughters are. You could watch ridiculous this with kids anime fans. This oh, okay. season, okay. yeah, well, that makes it a lot easier. It's
0: not overly violent. Um, it's not overly kind of sexual like some animes can be.
1: There's the sexual thing that's. A, I mean, my kids yeah. will watch fucking any amount of violence and blood. Yeah,
0: there, there's, one you, just, yeah there's one character. With, there's one character with. There's one character with hilarious, hilariously large breasts. As tends to well, be that's a bit of gimmicky funny, anime. <laughs> uh, but there's no. It's not. It's not like some anime you've seen. There's no kind of panties in It's not. <laughs> you're like Sukudogi Legend of the Overfeend. <laughs> <laughs> but if it, I think I think that your kids would like this, and I think that you'll get a real kick out of it too, because it's really funny and it's really charming. Like by the end of the series, it's one of those. You know how every now and then there's a series or a film where you're rooting for the bad guy. In this, in this series, you are rooting for the devil. It feels kind of weird to do, but he's just like... He's working at fucking McDonald's. <laughs> it's like very, like very lucifer actually. Yeah, yeah. You should... Yeah, so that is my number two. I'm glad you haven't right. heard of it.
1: Excellent. It's so ironic that we had the Lucifer crossover. <laughs> my number three is a mini series that ironically has Tom Ellis, who played Lucifer in Lucifer. Right. <laughs> And can I just say, it also has Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, shit. I love Kaluuya. Ian Castiga, Right. From Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones. <laughs>
0: Fucking hell. And you're telling me Joe this Joe Dempsey from Game of Thrones. And this is meant to be a hidden gem, you say. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a show called The Fades? I've heard of it, but you're lucky I haven't watched
1: it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the Fades is my... All-time, <laughs> most underappreciated show. A zombie series, correct? Um, it's like zombie slash vampire. It's yeah, okay. It's, it's a little bit grey. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ian castigo uh, uh, who fits in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., for anyone who hasn't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and they should because it's about the best thing Marvel's ever fucking done, even though they dis- disowned it. Um... He's a young guy. Daniel Kalu is his best mate. Um, Both of them have never fucking been in anything at this point in time. Everyone's a fucking unknown. Um, (laughs) And he discovers that he can see things beyond the normal mortal plane. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, Whether they are vampires, demons, zombies, whatever – is is a bit of a question, Mark. There's only th- oh God, I want to say six or eight episodes, something fucking like that. yeah, it's it's one minute. it got cancelled ahead of its time because it was about a decade ahead of its time. Yeah, it yeah. is fucking phenomenal. Yes, okay. Lucky you, I-, I, I I never get tired of recommending this to people. Yeah. Um, The only reason Lost Room was ahead of this Is because it's got fewer episodes And it's easier (laughs) to digest The Fades is is perfect television
0: Lucky for you, I own this show And just haven't got around to watching it yet Fuck off, you do not I do I don't own this show I can't remember who recommended it to me But it was recommended to me a good five, six years ago And I just haven't got around to watching it yet You're kidding me Yes, I'm not kidding you (laughs) So I'm it's looking forward so to good. finally having a reason to watch this one. It oh has my god, well will leave awesome. out my
1: and this is also on Amazon Prime, <laughs> please sponsor us. Um, uh it, it's so good, Billy, you've gotta okay. fucking watch it. It's All it's right. really fucking good. Okay. Um it's it it ends perfectly. Yeah. But at the same time, you'll be angry that it got cancelled. <laughs> which I, right. I I can't think of any other show I would say that about normally yeah. either Santa Clarita Diet, I'm angry uh, it yes. got cancelled. Yep. There's so this much more they could have done. And it an amazing it. Yeah. Or, and a show ends perfectly, like Lost, but very rarely do you have something that you're yeah. angry that it's finished because you know it got cancelled ahead of time. Yeah. But the creators were still able to wrap it up beautifully. Yeah. And The Fades is one of those. It is A great show.
0: Okay, well, here is my number three, and this is the first one that I'm really worried that you might have seen. It's from quite a while ago now, at least ten years ago, and it was one of the. It's another comedy. It's one of the first reality show spoofs. Have you ever watched a show called The Joe
1: Schmo Show? I think I've seen an episode, maybe. Oh shit! I know the name. I would say I I haven't seen enough to say that I've seen it. The Joe show. It's kind of, it it was like a faux reality show. I'm aware of it. It's the
0: most I've ever actually laughed at a television show. So so the premise behind it is that it it is a reality show, like many reality shows. Season two is a dating show. Season one is kind of a big brother type show. But the gimmick is that there is
1: one person who doesn't know that it's fake. I do remember. I, I don't think I'm. I, I think I maybe watched one episode at most, but I, I'm aware of it. Okay.
0: All right. So are we counting this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm happy
1: to go back and watch because the the premise of it really appeals to me. Oh, season one
0: is one of the fun. It is honestly the most I've ever laughed at a television show, and they
1: were very smart in
0: their. He think he was on a
1: different sort of show than everyone else. So thought he was on. A particular type of show. He. Everyone else knew that he wasn't. So some of the names in season
0: one now are quite big. For example, um, oh fuck, what's her name from Saturday Night Live? Ah, oh, fucking. Hang on. Tina Fey. Nah. Another. Another. Amy Poehler. Nah. I've heard names. Kristen <laughs> Wiig. Kristen oh, Wiig. Fuck what? Kristen Wig is one of the contestants no. in season 1. She's one of the Fuck people God, play- how is this? <laughs> It's 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 2003. Fuck. 2003. Oh Jesus Christ. Well. And so season 1 has uh yeah, Kristen Wig um who is absolutely hilarious. She plays one so of So is this uh, before
1: she's even on
0: Saturday night live? It must have been. It must have been. So she wow. plays she plays a marriage counselor who's been married 8 times. <laughs> Lance Krall, who's also been on to, to be a big name, he plays the gay guy um, Ralph Garman who now hosts uh, Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith he plays the host oh, of Jesus. the show wow. and it is just hilarious because there's this one guy who doesn't know that it's a reality show, so it plays off kind of like a Big Brother kind of vibe where they're just living in this house, they have to do challenges the challenges are outrageous the first challenge they have to do is there's a hooker who comes into the house completely naked. They, <laughs> they spin a twister board which comes up with a body part and they have to touch that body part for as long as they can. <laughs> and and um, if you let go, you, you lose and, and you win like immunity or something, whatever it is. It's kind of this mashup of all of these different reality shows. But they really hit the nail on the head with their choosing of the Josh Schmidt for season one. I have days. this
1: vague recollection of watching an episode oh. of it and thinking it was very, very clever.
0: Yes. It's um, very
1: smart. But at the same time, because it would be very easy to fall into this trap, it didn't make kind of the main guy who who was clueless. Yeah. Look like an idiot. Well, that's exactly what it was. Very respectful of him, and yes. he didn't look like an idiot through the whole thing. Yes, which I remember thinking that would be quite difficult to yes. do. Yes, and because great. the whole idea of the show is that this guy's a fucking idiot, yeah, who has no idea what's <laughs> going on around him. But at yeah. the same but but they somehow managed to film it in, in yes. such a way that you. Sh- your entire sympathies were with this guy. Exactly, they do this genius thing where it's not a mean show.
0: It's not like watching Jackass or something, or or like for you, Nathan, for you, where you feel bad for the. Like they're not pranking. Yeah, God, this that was guy. a terrible show. They're not pranking this guy. You feel no. It? Like by the end of the show, when he wins, and he is devastated to find out that these people are fake and they're not the genuine friends that he thinks he's made. Oh God, <laughs> I can't I even. Hear, hear, hear,
1: hear. Hear. I'm getting oh, anxiety even just it imagining you You know, you know, what, and you know, know what's even... know have been gone through
0: weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. and then
1: up. Oh, by the way, <laughs> your, life, your best friend in the world yes. that you've just spent the last seven yes. weeks with is a paid actress. That's
0: exactly right. And yet it is hilarious and it's poignant. And season two is even funnier. In season two, it was a dating show, and they had both a male and a female as the Joe Schmo. And in episode two, she figures it out. <laughs> Oh wow, really? Yeah. (laughs) And she joins the rest of the cast She she stays on in the show And the show does this Genius thing where every now and then you see the Behind the scenes, you see them having these crew meetings Where you're like, okay, today we need to do This and blah 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 And she joins that and it is just Absolutely hilarious I cannot wait for you to watch this show And hear what you think of it, because I think it is Definitely on the scene
1: I do remember this When it was on yeah. And I don't know why I only watched... It, it must have just popped up randomly on something and I watched it. But... So the viewpoint of the show, is it him or is it the the,
0: the fake That's That's what's interesting about it is it's both. Like, you see their daily production meetings where they talk about what they need to do and, right. you know, how they need to trick him. But really, he is he's the main character essentially, but he doesn't know what it is. So it's this really interesting experience where you're feeling for this guy and you're following this guy and you're kind of rooting for him, but you don't even know what you're rooting for him for because <laughs> he's going to be the winner. everything about the show is rigged for him to make it through to the finale.
1: Cause that's where I guess we're, and I'm sure I'll find out when I start watching it, I guess. Um, these sorts of shows yeah, go week to week with challenges. And, yes, and the reason yeah. the is watching <laughs> is because they're watching people competing in challenges and stuff like yeah. that. If all the challenges are fake and have no consequences, yes. W- are you just kind of watching because this <laughs> schmuck doesn't know what's going on? Well, and that's the amazing thing about it and how I don't
0: know how it is engaging as it is, but you are watching it for this one guy and you're watching it kind of to see what happens to him and how he feels about this at the end. And yet it is a genuinely enjoyable watch and they make it completely over the top. Like season two, which is a dating show when people get voted off, they do this outrageous thing where they, they have like these, fancy dinner plates with their face on them like the royal family and they throw them into the fire (laughs) and and instead of handing out a rose you know the man will hand out a pearl necklace to to the females who are gonna stay (laughs) like it's completely ridiculous and over the top and you're going how can anybody believe that this is a real show and yet you're not laughing at the joe schmo you're you're rooting for them it's I can't wait for you to watch this. This is this is going to be fun when we talk about this in about a month's uh,
1: time. Oh, uh, looking forward to it. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, much as I rail against reality TV and and how it's the death of art and all, you know, get rather pompous about the whole thing, <laughs>
0: yeah. there are a
1: few that have against my better judgment engaged me. I, I the first season of Beauty and the Geek, I, I oh,
0: religiously tuned in. I enjoyed in. that show a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing the um,
1: transformations. Yeah, I've got sucked into that. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm not immune to the charms of reality TV. Yeah. Much as I, I mean, I haven't watched <laughs> like 70,000 episodes of Survivor, I like Paul or <laughs> anything, but <laughs> occasionally things will kind of strike a nerve.
0: Yeah. Well, let's get on to your number four, mate.
1: All right. This is not going to be a big huge surprise. This is one of my favourite shows of fucking all (laughs) time. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. Oh, but have I watched it? That's the question. (laughs) I'm fairly sure you haven't, which is why I'm forcing you to do it now. (laughs) Um, My number four is a show called The Magicians.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, I have not seen this, but I have seen you post about this several times. (laughs)
1: Lev Grossman. My personal hero, the book critic from The Times, um, decided to become an author, started writing and wrote a bunch of shit for a few years, nothing but major, and then managed to shit out one of the greatest fantasy (laughs) series of all time, three-book series that took the premise of, Harry Potter and Hogwarts, the Narnia series, smooshed them together and said, what if the people weren't kids? So this is based on a series of books. This is a a trilogy of books um, that Lev Grossman wrote. And Sarah Gamble, who was one of the um, uh, architects behind Supernatural, the TV series, um, uh, brought it to TV. And essentially it is about what if Harry Potter was an adult wow. going to university rather than a child going to school and was also obsessed with a series of books like the Narnia series? Yeah. How would that go?
0: I had no idea it, what this series the, is
1: the, the 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 books are some of the... Best writing I've ever. I, I highly recommend the books as well. Yeah, the TV show is one of my favourite shows of all time. The book series, uh, uh, the three books, are possibly the greatest young adults. Yeah, uh, right. Much as I hate that that, that <laughs> kind of genre, um, because they are they are perfectly applicable to adults. Yeah, but they are one of the best sort of of in that ilk of YA semi fantasy sort of stuff. They leave everything else for dead. Yeah. Forget about your fucking Twilights and why the <laughs> Last Man's fucking everything. <laughs> Nothing is even remotely on a level with how good these books are. They are genius. I, and I, yeah. for someone of our age, and I say that very magnanimously because I'm about a fucking decade <laughs> older than you. But for 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 adults who who still like this sort of. Uh, Fantasy yep. stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: the Magicians is the perfect show.
0: I had no idea that that's what the premise was. Like, I I knew nothing about this show other than the title, and that you and and a number of other people that I've seen online have been big. Fans. I've I've, I've um,
1: unashamedly championed this thing, fucking thing.
0: I, I'm but I'm keen, and I'm a I'm a bit, it, I'm a massive Harry Potter fan, and like I my, my guarantee this will this will take over your life. Okay. It is so good. So, can I ask, would you recommend, because I've had this before, like, for example, films that I know other people are a big fan of that are based on books, where I'm a fan of the book and hate
1: the film? So I have read the books and I have seen the show, and they are both brilliant. Okay. Would you the, recommend the, starting the show with the de- books? It doesn't matter. Okay. The wow. show deviates wow. from the books yep. enough. They stand alone and it doesn't matter which one you do first. Wow. I would suggest go to the show first just because it's easier. Yeah. That's been And crazy. then go and read the books. But very rarely have I come across something that you kind of, you know, when you kind of feel like almost like something's made just for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I felt that with the Watchmen movie. Yeah. Much as Zack Snyder's a humongous vlog. <laughs> but <laughs> the Watchmen movie, I watched it, it when I saw it for the first time in years. I thought, it's like someone went into my brain and went, what do I want to see on a film? Yeah. It was amazing. And it, it's very, very rare for, for anyone who likes comic books because comic book movies are usually fucking very average. Oh, yes. Even with the MCU well, in the picture. Yes. The best of the MCU just meets... Kind of what yes. I want to see. Well, because this is my,
0: this is exactly what I was going to allude to is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I was such a giant fan. One of, of, the, of the few the perfect fans. You,
1: you and I differ on this. There's not much we differ on. We differ on this because I've never read the comic. Or oh, see, because I loved all because
0: it's six quite thick books. People forget yep. that it's not it's not just a comic. It's six large, oh, there's a lot, and I've and, never read any of it. Which yeah, is why I enjoyed and the movie. adapted into that. I saw it, I saw it opening day. I dragged news to it. We were on holidays actually, and I was like, I know we're away. But I am so... Must have been crushing because I
1: know you're a huge was, fan of the comic. It was devastating. It was devastating.
0: Yeah. So, oh, well, that's cool.
1: I'm I'm really excited to watch See, it. See, weirdly, that's why I'm one of the few fans of the New Mutants movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Because yeah. I'm one of the few fans of the New Mutants comic. <laughs> and I love the fact that Magic, Cannonball, yep. the, Wolfbane, these characters are... Pro- <laughs> the, the script itself <laughs> might be problematic because there's a, a huge amount of behind-the-scenes stuff around what the directors and, and, and writers wanted versus what yeah. the studio wanted. It, the whole thing was dead in the water before it began because of the <laughs> compete. But Anya Taylor-Joy, who, as you oh, know, well, can do yes. no wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That explains but she everything is fuck, she is magic. She is yeah. fucking perfect as, as Irina Rasputin. Charlie Heaton is fantastic as Cannonball. Maisie Williams is brilliant as Wolfsbane. Oh, shit, and, I didn't know the the individual
0: Williams is in it. She's yeah.
1: fantastic. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah no the, the, movie, the movie's imperfect. It, it yeah. wasn't what the directors wanted. They had a vision for three a, a three horror movie series where each horror movie was a different genre of horror movie. Yeah, and right. the, 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 the grand scale of, it, of what they wanted was phenomenal. Never happened. Studio fucked it up. It, 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 yeah. All this behind the scenes shit. But the end result, the New moon's movie, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's not great, but it's <laughs> fine. And Anya Taylor-Joy is phenomenal. Yeah. Charlie Heaton is great. Maisie Williams is great. Yeah. Um, Blue, whatever her name, is the main character. It's not fantastic, but she's fine. It's, it's fine. It's definitely worth watching. You'll enjoy it. Okay. And you just don't go in expecting *Citizen and Kane and you'll come out fine. But, well, as, as a New Mutants fan, I never expected a New Mutants movie. Someone yeah. fucking happened. <laughs> he was like, what? Oh, right. you know, it's better than the X-Men movie. Yeah. Fucking Bryan Singer and, and um, fucking, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. The fucking god-awful writer. That, Simon Kinberg. Fucking the antichrist of <laughs> comic book movies. It, it, you know, it's better than all the shit they churned out.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Well, anyway, my I My number rest. four... Is the most recent one on my list, which has me the most worried because I feel like there's a chance you might have seen it. Okay. it's a, a mini series. It's only three episodes. Have you seen the mini series?
1: Quiz. Don't think so. I've seen excellent the Redford okay. movie. What's All right,
0: this? it stars Matthew McFadden, who I love. Oh, I like him. Section. He is fucking brilliant, and it is an adaptation of. You may remember this. This is within our lifetime. Do you remember the great coughing scandal of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, of course. So this is a miniseries about that. And it's oh, okay. brilliant. So the, the fir- it's three episodes. The first episode is about the people who created Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. The second episode is about the coughing scandal itself. And the third episode is about the court case. Because this shit went to court. <laughs> and when you watch this miniseries, it is brilliant. Because it doesn't take anyone's side, really. But by the third episode, you feel so bad for Matthew McFadden and so sure that he didn't cheat that it just makes you feel horrible for this guy. And it is absolutely brilliant. It is funny. It is smart. It's It's only three episodes, mate. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, really? Three? Jeez. Three episodes. Um, a true miniseries. This fascinating. It is fascinating because – Like, every episode takes you in a different direction. When you see the first episode, you kind of feel for the Who Wants to Be Millionaire creators because it's about their inception of this show and everything. The second episode shows you Matthew McFadden and his family, and his family are fucking wackos. His wife was a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire nut. Her and her brother invented this fastest finger first machine to, like, test their times. And they, like, get into this weird, like, black hat community trying to get on the show and trying to scam the show and stuff. Her and her brother both go on the show. They both lose. They manage to get Matthew McFadden on, and he wins the million. And by the end of the third episode, you feel so bad for this guy. Because the truth is that even if he did cheat, he doesn't deserve what he gets. And it is just a... Fascinating watch. I'm really excited for you I'm to watch this one. Really intrigued. It sounds like a cross between Tiger King and Robert Redford's Squid Show. Um- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating. I'm so excited for you to watch this one. I'm yeah, so glad oh, I'm even keen. Because it, it no, only I've never it, even heard of it. It only came out in the last year or two. And yet I feel like it was so criminally unseen. I, I just think that this this miniseries needs all the praise it can get because it's a really great watch.
1: No, I'm happy to give it that. It's, you know, I've made a note. Nice. I'm so, this is so much fun. I'm, I'm so <laughs> looking forward to checking this shit yeah. out. Well, here, here we go. Last, here we go, number five. Uh, what have you yep. for me? And, and weirdly, even though we've kind of gone backwards, this is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. Yeah. Probably top five TV shows of all time. Right. From 1967. Patrick McGowan who was a household name at the time yep. because he was in a TV show called Secret Agent or um, depending, Danger Man, depending on what, where you were in the world. was yep. either Danger Man or Secret Agent. Um, and it was one of the top shows of the time. It was, it was James Bond before James Bond. Um, quit the show because he wanted to do his own thing. Yep. And he created his own show called The Prisoner.
0: Oh, my God. I have something to tell you. What? I've seen The Prisoner, mate. <laughs> fuck, no! Oh, no, you haven't. It's my have. the one. I have. I have. So you have to go to your next
1: one. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to be going into my, my also-rans. Oh,
0: no. Oh, fucking <laughs>
1: delving down. Oh, see it. Oh, of all the ones that I thought you might have seen, <laughs> this would have been... The bottom of the list. Oh, you're I, I would have thought lose. you would
0: have seen oh. everything ahead of this. See, about five weeks, <clears> oh, in fact, longer, about 10, 11 years ago, I got into a big online community that was big with sharing um, very old. They called it the TV Vault, and it was big with sharing really old shows, some of them big stuff. You know, there was lots of, like, uh, I've binged all the seasons of Bewitched at the Brady Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <of people. laughs> But yes, the prisoner is one that I discovered uh, through that, and so yes, I'm very sorry to say I son of a bitch. So let's go to your. Did you like it? I did like it. I liked it a lot. It's a great show.
1: (laughs) All right. So having seen that, alrighty, let me start going through. Also, (laughs) Rans. Have you seen a British TV comedy called Coupling?
0: Oh, I'm going to do the same thing that you did with Joe Schmoe and say I have seen one episode, but it was so long ago that I wouldn't, I wouldn't count. Yes, all right, perfect, perfect. for you. And as a die-hard Friends fan, yes, I've heard many people say it's the British Friends, and I watched. It right is exciting. the British
1: Friends. It yeah. is better than Friends, <laughs> and, and and I love Friends, so you know that means something. Yeah. Um, all right. So, in, in place of the prisoner. I'm giving you Coupling, which is also on Prime. Please sponsor us. (laughs) Um, uh, Coupling is one of the funniest comedy shows ever produced. Yeah. Um, It is funnier than Friends, and I love Friends. Probably as much as Billy. I do love (laughs) Friends. But Coupling, I'm not saying it's a better show than Friends. I'm saying it's funnier than Friends. Wow. Wow. Jack Davenport, who we all know now from Pirates of the Caribbean and all other shit. But before that, he was in a couple of amazing British shows, one called This Life, which was always going to be on this list, but was if, you, <laughs> if you'd seen more than one episode of Coupling, you would have been watching This Life. But it's a lot harder to find, so Coupling's a little bit easier. It's, it, I mean, it's very much the Friends template. It's three guys, three girls yep. with various interpersonal relationships <laughs> between them who we follow through uh, three seasons off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, and it is so fucking funny.
0: This is one it of those is shows that, for unbelievably me, I, funny. for me, I think I just watched it at the wrong time because I would have been quite young. I think I was maybe 12 or 13, and my older sister was like, oh, coupling's really funny. It's better than friends. And I watched, <laughs> like, one episode, and I was like, no, nah, it's a lot better than Friends, but it was so long ago now and I was so young that I really do need to rewatch this because...
1: Oh, so much of this show has kind of entered my vernacular. Yeah. Um, my ex and I, who are still very close friends to this day, we, we have yeah. ongoing running jokes that have come out of this show. Um, they won't mean anything to you now, but... Yeah. Um, the giggle loop, the melty man... <laughs> There is so oh my god I can't even begin. Yeah, um, it will become apparent. Yeah, as you, well, as you work, right there. this is one to, to watch. watch the first with, three episodes, one hundred percent. This is one to watch with Dusk. Yeah, okay. Well,
0: maybe it?
1: it, it you will, it, you will both love. You know it. what? Maybe I'll
0: wait. Maybe I'll make her watch all five of these and get her on for the. Um, <laughs>
1: For the recap episode, <laughs> um, just sort of looking through them sure, uh, 100%. I put money, she will love coupling.
0: Okay, um, um, yeah,
1: The Magicians is phenomenal, everyone will love that. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. The Fades, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm less <laughs> confident. Um, it's short, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but it's possibly a little bit too much horror. Uh, Lost Room. Yeah, if she likes X Files, she'll love that. Yeah, she does
0: like X Files. Lost Room. Almighty one Johnsons. One she decided. will. She
1: will like Almighty Johnsons. Okay. Almighty Johnsons and uh, Almighty Johnsons and coupling. One hundred percent. I put my money on. She will enjoy those. All right. Well, here we go with my number one. This is a I'm tough so one. I'm So intrigued.
0: Um, all right. Which one do I go with? I've got because luckily you haven't seen any one, so I've got six left on the list. And I'm wondering which one. Do oh go my with? god. Have you ever seen... Okay, when I say a TV show called Scream Queens to you, what do you think of? There's a reality show. Ah, yes. That's the one on my list. Oh, you've seen it. I fucking love it. (laughs) Yes. It is the best reality show of all time. All right, but damn it, you've seen it. All right. Oh, here we go. This is tough. What to go with next? What's next on the list? Okay. I know that you enjoy a sitcom. In fact. You're the one that told me to fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I've been spouting that show since like 2008 or whatever it was when it. Aired. Oh god! Oh, oh, my
1: god! I was so in love with the chick that didn't win.
0: I know. Yes, she's actually. Oh, she was oh. fucking hot. Sadly, exactly. this is the episode for us to discuss this because you've seen it, so it's not that hidden. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen a sitcom called Better Off Ted?
1: The name's familiar, but I can't actually put <laughs> and a picture it.
0: Better Off Ted was a sitcom which I've been spouting for years as one of the funniest sitcoms of all time. It's more of a traditional, like, if you're going to say funniest shows of all time, obviously Arrested Development for me is the winner. Better Off Ted is more your kind of traditional 30-minute sitcom. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I don't remember if The guy Who Plays 10 is a big name or not, but Andrea Anders is in it. You may remember her. She was in the Joey, the Friends spinoff. Uh, and the biggest name what in it does is... Does anyone remember Joey, the Friends spinoff? <laughs> <laughs> and the biggest name in it is Portia de Rossi. <coughs> um, and it's its kind of like... Are you a fan of the comic series Dildo? Oh, wait a minute.
1: Is he? Are there like some scientists who work in like a lab thing or something? And and uh, Portia de Rossi is his boss? Yes, she's the boss. That's correct. So you've seen this then? I've seen like one episode or something. I don't remember anything about it. This, I
0: think, (laughs) is the most underrated sitcom of all time. I'm
1: keen to check it out then. It
0: it lasted two seasons. You're exactly right. Portia de Rossi plays the boss, like the CEO of, of the company. Uh, that does it's one of those weed companies that's kind of just got their finger in every pie. And Ted is this kind of mid-level executive and it's just a funny show. It's kind of, you know, it's very sitcom like, but it doesn't have a laugh track. It was one of the first sitcoms in the same vein as say friends or just shoot me, but without a laugh track. Um, and I just think it's hysterically funny. I, I'm really excited that you haven't seen this one.
1: No, I I, I know oh. I've seen, like, an episode or, or two. or Like, I know enough to know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Not more than that. Yeah. It was and recommend- I, do, I, I love Portia Rossi. So oh, I'm she's like fantastic. Kind of keen to-
0: it was recommended to me by a friend many years ago. And when I first watched it, I was like, no, nah, this can't be that funny. But I binged the two seasons that night, and I've watched them. At oh, night. that's I've watched them at least three not or four enough. times since, and I just find it hysterical. And it's actually due for a rewatch for me as well. So maybe I'll rewatch it in the next month as well. <laughs> but it is—it's just very funny. It's—it's it, it's a typical sitcom. It's like Friends. There's nothing real heavy about it. It's very light. There's a light romance between him and another girl in the office. You know that kind of sitcom, and it's just
1: fun. <laughs> But I love those. I, I love a good sitcom that is well written. Yes, because yes. there's so many that aren't, and yeah. the ones that are are kind of like comfort viewing. Exactly, like Friends, like, like yes. just shoot me, like yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, the the other Spade, David Spade one, uh, Rules of Attraction or whatever? The, um, when they're well written, yeah, it's kind of comfort viewing because they're only 18 ex- minutes long or exactly whatever per right. episode. Yeah. And, and then, if if you can laugh a few times in those 18, 20 minutes. Yes, exactly. And you like the characters. That's the that's thing. That's a good time. Exactly. You know?
0: And the thing about a really well-written sitcom is that it can be comfort viewing without you. You know, like Friends is obviously comfort viewing at this point because I've seen right, every yeah. episode 40 times. So I can throw an episode on. I don't even need to watch it.
1: But, but it even we- shit like Herman's Head I can watch. <laughs> yeah. and it, yeah. It's... If because it is so, such sharp writing, that's the thing. A really and it's well written, and clever. Yeah. I will enjoy it exactly when it's kind of Ned and Stacey.
0: Yeah,
1: you know Herman's Head. Those, th- th- there are some that the writing is sharp enough that yeah. you can
0: just keep going back to them. That's the beauty of a sitcom. Some people will slag off kind of how formulaic they are.
1: But that's what no, makes it's them just that, when it's that, that is the style. Yeah, it's what you do within the construct. You know, like the the the, the 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 framework of that exactly, particular yeah. genre. Yeah. So I'm really, makes, you know, is it Cheers or is it some generic shit that gets forgotten? Yeah. So really, really some things are good. Some
0: things aren't. I'm really curious for you to watch this and see which side of the fence you think <clears throat> think it lands on, because I think that this is a really smart, really funny sitcom, and I just think it was underseen. So,
1: yeah, there's lots of those. So, yeah, I'm happy to check it out.
0: Well, what's on your honourable mentions, mate? what are, What are the ones on your list that
1: I uh, the ones? I- there's, well, there's only a couple because I have to delve into one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other two that I almost put in there. One was the Fast Show, which we did touch on uh last week, I think, when we were talking about Yeah, I um, haven't seen that. Yep. Comedies, sketch shows. <laughs> the Fast Show is to my mind the funniest sketch show of all time. Yeah. Um it's similar to Little Britain. Uh, predated it by a few years, I think. Um in that there are recurring characters and it's the same troop of actors doing all the characters. Yeah, but right. it is incredible incredibly funny yeah um and it got it, it it had um in the moment that it was on it was kind of uh, kind of the du jour off kill the comedy shows so yeah. they had people like johnny depp doing oh, right. cameo visits and yeah, that shit. sort of stuff so <laughs> yeah. it's um but it, it, it's it's very very funny yeah um The other thing which I had on my obscure list when I was started thinking about coupling was to go even further back in Jack Davenport's oeuvre to a show he did called This Life.
0: I haven't seen that either.
1: Yeah. Which is, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a sitcom. It's not even a sitcom. It's a drama show about sort of... 20 something university slash starting new life people in in the UK. Um, the people who were just in starting out as um in law firms or uh, various jobs, but they're all still in share houses,
0: yeah, right, yeah,
1: and it's just really, really good. (laughs) Um it um, what's his name? Uh, uh Andrew. Fuck, uh, main guy from The Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln. Yep. yep that's where yep, he started. Yep. He's yeah, one right. of the guys. Okay, um, Jack Davenport from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's one of the guys. It's all kind of before they hit the mainstream, and they're yeah, all right. in this one um show about people sharing houses and starting out in their life, and it it hit. I mean, it's just a really fucking good show. Yeah. But it also hit right when I was in my, in the <laughs> early 90s, I was in my uni, po- yep. you know, uni, post-uni sort of years, sharing houses, all that sort of stuff. Um, and it hit right at, the, at, at that moment. Yeah. And it's just a really fucking good show that yeah, no one nice. ever sees anymore. So I was sort of thinking about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, we, yeah, we didn't get to that. We'll do yeah, that nice. Next time round. That'll be in my also <laughs> rounds in, in two months' time when we do version yeah. two. Well, I'll only mention
0: two honourable mentions then. Um, have you seen an Australian show called Review with Miles Barlow? No. What the fuck's that? It's fucking hilarious. It's, it's basically <laughs> like a spoof of like an current Affair type show where the host, <laughs> Miles Barlow, I cannot remember the guy's name who plays him but he reviews life experiences so he he like reviews what robbery is like and what what cheating on your wife is like or like what uh, what murder is like <clears throat> he reviews these different life experiences and gives them a rating out of 5 and it is just <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Like, it reminded me... I'm sure that you've seen this show called Life Support, an older show. I was about to say... It's it's very similar. This just
1: reminds me of something that will go on my list of things to recommend called Life Support. Yes, it's very, (laughs) very similar in tone
0: to that, where it's just this hilarious kind of... uh, Man, it's really, really funny. And the only other one I'll mention is a really recent show called The Premise, um, which is BJ Novak, who... Big from the office. I know that family. name. Why
1: do I know that name? He's
0: big from the office. He
1: played no, I've never seen the office. office.
0: Okay, and he's a writer. He's written probably my favorite collection of sh- short stories called And Just Another Thing." Um, and basically, it's kind of like the comedy version of a Twilight Zone. It's an anthology series where each episode is like a different. <laughs> he takes a premise, like a comedic premise, and writes a story around it. Uh, there's only five episodes, but it's very, very funny and I, I think very under scene. so I'd recommend that one as well.
1: Okay. Oh well, 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 at least I know not to put life support on my next list. <laughs> yeah. I used a lot of life support. Oh, it. my God, I I've love that. I've been
0: searching everywhere no, to try it. and find it's it. It's it. Dr. E. <laughs> <laughs> I've been searching everywhere for that show, and I can't find it these
1: days. But oh, I'll, I'll, I've got it. I'll send it to you. Oh, yes,
0: excellent. Well, this has been a lot of fun. This was a fun concept. and I'm really keen to come so back in a month's to do this. time. We'll do this regularly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back in a month's time and seeing what we think of these shows. This will be good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining me, mate. Uh, at this stage, I have no idea what we're getting to next week because uh, people behind the curtain. We're recording in advance. I don't know. Next week is the week of Christmas. Maybe we'll do something Christmassy. Let's see. <laughs> But in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can that at wewatchthething.com or wewatchthething at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all under the handle at wewatchthething. If you want to help support the show, you can that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchthething. And we'll catch you next week. All right. Nooski's not going to be happy when she gets home from work and I'm five beers in. <coughs> but I'll blame you.